0: You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 192, Getting Your Spouse On Board With Coaching, my interview with Mike. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hello, Mama. Welcome to another episode of the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. I have a very special treat for you today. His name is Mike. Mike is the husband of my client, Lindsay, and he graciously agreed to come chat with me about his experience since I started working with Lindsay two years ago. One of the things I often hear from women who want to work with me is, I don't know if my spouse will be on board. Usually it's the wife who finds me through the podcast and has had me in her ear for a while. She feels a pull inside her to reach out to me, but her spouse, who has never heard the podcast and doesn't understand the concepts that I teach, is like, you want to do what? And with who? Who is this Pam Howard lady? What is coaching? Do you really need that? Can't you just read a book? So this interview answers all of those questions from a spouse's perspective. Mike shares about how his relationship with Lindsay has transformed since she started coaching with me, the biggest changes he's seen in the way Lindsay deals with challenges both at work and at home, and how he went from being very skeptical of coaching and thinking it wouldn't make any difference at all to describing the difference as night and day. Next week, make sure you tune in as well because I'll be sharing my interview with Lindsay and you'll get to hear her tell her story from her point of view. But before you meet Mike, I wanna remind you that I'll be leading a workshop on the four temperaments that I talked about in last week's episode and you don't wanna miss it. We'll be identifying your kids' temperaments and talking about how you can speak the language of their temperament To meet their emotional needs so that they operate at their very best. I'm going to answer your questions and do some coaching as well. So make sure you're subscribed to my email list. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash subscribe and you'll get the link to join that Thursday, April 28th at noon Eastern time. Mark your calendars. All right, get ready to enjoy my interview with Mike. Here you go. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Pam,
0: how are you? I'm great. I want to let you know that you are the first male on this podcast, which is a pretty big deal to me. I don't know about for anybody else listening, probably it's not a big deal, but to me, it's a pretty big deal. You're the first guy on the, on the program. So I feel
1: very important right now. Thank you.
0: You are very important. We are here to celebrate your wife, your beautiful bride. (laughs) And, um, and I'm so excited to be able to interview you first. And I didn't want her here in the room with you because I I wanted you to be able to like speak freely and honestly about everything. Not that you wouldn't be with her in the room, but mm-hmm. I can imagine you know her like making certain facial expressions. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't, much less don't talk less. about that.
1: Yeah, I won't be walking <laughs> on eggshells at all right
0: now. Yeah, exactly. exactly. All right. So why don't we start by telling us a little bit about yourself, and then maybe how you and Lindsay met, like what's your, <laughs>
1: <laughs> has she ever told you that story? Cause it's, a, it's a... Uh,
0: I think I know a little bit about it. Okay. Um, and maybe also what attracted you to her in the first place.
1: Yeah. Um, so my wife and I met uh, at a party in our early twenties. Uh-huh. Um, I lived in New Jersey at the time. She lived in Florida. So uh, she was up there for the summer and we had uh, one of those, you know, storybook summer romances Mm -hmm. Um, which came to a, uh, it, it came to a tough stretch because we were in two different States and we did a long distance thing for about two years on and off. Um, and I ended up, uh, just making the jump because, I love my wife and uh, I couldn't imagine life without her, which is funny because I was always the guy who said, I'm never leaving New Jersey. My kids are Mm -hmm. growing up in New Jersey. I love New Jersey. Sure (laughs) enough, here I am in Florida 10 years later. So yeah, Uh, yeah. Um, What attracted me to my wife? She is uh, a very outgoing and bubbly personality um, where I'm more of a, a laid back, quiet guy. Um, and she just came right up to me at that party, started talking. Uh, I remember I had more hair at the time, uh, <laughs> but it was starting to go. So I, I'm a very big hat person. And I remember she said, uh, Hey, what's under that hat. So uh-huh. I I, lift, I took my hat off and she looked and she kind of gave me a face and she goes, all right, I can work <laughs> with that. Yeah.
0: Love it. Okay. And so you moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. Then what happened?
1: Uh, I moved to Florida uh, with um, my amazing stepson, and now we have another son, so I'm very blessed with two amazing boys, um, and I have lived with my wife. I I lived down here for about a year and a half before we fully got married, uh, but we've been married seven years now, so I've been okay. here quite the time, and uh, I, I forget what Jersey's like now, uh, so forget about Jersey. I'm a Floridian now. But, uh, <laughs>
0: Awesome. Me too. Well, my parent, my family moved here when I was only two or two and a half. So I don't remember New York. I was in New York and then I moved away for college and grad school and stuff and was up in the cold weather in Boston and, and never thought I'd move back to Florida, but here I am too. So, (laughs) yeah. All right. So, um, tell us a little bit about what was going on around. So Lindsay reached out to me. We knew each other. Um, Mm -hmm. Previously, because we worked together at the school, but she reached out to me as a coach right around the time that the pandemic started.
1: Yeah, I remember. And I think so, it was slightly before COVID really before? got bad, right? Or it was like right on the cusp,
0: right around. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, can you tell us what was going on in your family or with her around that time? Paint us a picture, sort of, of what was going on, and. Also, what did she say to you? That she did she wanted to do this coaching thing? Like, what it, what was it that she said to you, and how did you react? Yeah. Um,
1: so I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like and maybe she lied to me. So maybe I'm going to get the truth <laughs> out of this right now. Um, <laughs> but I think she she had one like a free trial coaching session or something like with a a raffle in, in at work or something like that. And it, it was, hey, I'm gonna try this out and, and see how it goes. I know Pam, I love Pam. I'm I'm she's doing this thing, I'm gonna try it out. Um, yeah,
0: actually it was I was becoming a master coach. I was going through my master coach training and I needed hours, you know, I needed coaching hours. And so yes. I I asked, it wasn't a raffle, I just said, you know, who who's so interested in coaching yes. with me. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, so she didn't lie. That's true. <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, so she she told me about it. Um, and I remember thinking, yeah, good, go for it. And um, I, I I know I've told you this before. And and she knows as well. I'm not a big self-help guy. Um, I'm all for people trying new things to better themselves. Absolutely. But I'm not that big self-help guy. Um, mm-hmm. So when she first told me about it, I was like, yeah, you know, try it out. I, I think I asked her if it was like uh a therapist and she explained, no, it's, it's not therapy. It's self-help and bettering myself and understanding my emotions and everything that's going on in my life and, and how to, how how to manage it better. I think she explained Mm -hmm. to me and I was like, sure, yeah, go for it. And it's, it's funny because your other question of what was going on in life and you know, what was our family and our relationship like back then? It's, it's so different now. I, I almost forget about, Mm -hmm how difficult some things were back then. And it's, it could be everything from our communication with each other or just how we react to certain situations with the kids, with life.
0: Can you think of a specific example?
1: I remember there being nights where I couldn't even tell you what we were upset with each other about. Um, But like a string of three or four nights where it, where it was just t- not that we're screaming at each other. Cause I'm not a, I, I don't, I'm not a big yeller. You'll know I'm yeah. mad if I don't say anything. Right. Um, so not that we were in big screaming matches, but just like four or five nights in a row where we weren't talking. Like we, mm-hmm. like we should be communicating like we would normally. Um, and I couldn't even tell you what the fight was about.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and I bet
1: you she couldn't even tell you what the fight was about, uh, but we were both upset about something, and uh we weren't communicating about it and that that puts a toll on you, not just your relationship but you individually like good, waking up, upset, trying to go to work, dealing with kids and everyday issues when you're upset, you know it it, it has an effect, so I remember not not a majority of the time, but there was a, a lot more than we have in a long time where we were just couldn't even tell you what the argument was about it's probably some stupid but right. um we would have those communicationless nights where we would talk about hey can you hand me that or hey what's for dinner but we weren't talking and really communicating about how's how's your day what's bothering you what's what's going on with life mm-hmm. um and one of the things that i think really made a difference and and I remember now it's like second, second language to me where she says, what's the thought? What's the action? What's the circumstances? And she's like walking me through a model. But I remember when, when she was first learning it, uh, she was applying it to, to situations that we were going through. She would say, this is my thought. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not the circumstance. That's not the, the, what's actually going on. But here's my thought. And when she talked like that, I could I could go back. But well, that's not true. That's you know, I, I understand where your thought is coming from, but that's not my thought. That's not mm-hmm. where I'm coming from. Um, yeah. And it opened up a, a, a new line of communication where I don't want to say we really know what's going on in each other's head, but we we can verbalize it now. And it, mm-hmm. it makes situations where. A small argument could turn into five days of awkwardness and poor communication. Into, hey, maybe we have to have a blowout right now to get it all out there and hear each other's thoughts and feelings towards this. But maybe that should happen. Get it out there and then talk about it and address it. Um, and I think we're we're in a much better place now where I understand her thoughts and how she's feeling about stuff and. She'll pry a lot more for me because again, I'm I'm the quiet guy. So if I'm upset, I'm not gonna share my feelings. But she'll yeah. she'll go, What's your thought? What's the uh-huh. circumstance? And she'll get it out of me. And she'll just it, skip
0: it, over the feeling part, just go yeah. to the thoughts.
1: Okay. She'll she'll see my feeling. I can see your feeling yeah. on your face. What's your <laughs> thought? Yeah.
0: Well, I love uh, what you're saying because in communication so often we assume what the other person means when they say something or we we make all kinds of assumptions and so being able to talk it out and saying you know this is what you said and here's what I'm making that mean and then the other person can say no 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 that's that's not what I was you know intending and here's what I meant by it and just yeah. being able to get all of that in the open instead of making assumptions and then reacting to those assumptions yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, I mean, it, it's definitely made a big difference in in our relationship and how we communicate. But um, one of the other really nice things to see is how much this has helped just Lindsay individual with her work, how she deals with stuff with the kids, not just how she deals with me and, you know, our challenges when they come, yeah. but like life in general, uh, because life is tough. And um. I remember work challenges being very frustrated, and that lingering on for days. And now I see her. As something's going on at work. She'll write out a model and mm-hmm. work through it. And she'll talk to me sometimes, or she'll call, you know, one of you or one of her friends at work, and, and talk through it. But being able to understand the situation and actually get through the emotions of it, get past the anger, frustration, whatever the feelings might be. Um, it's, it's made a world of difference, um, with her professionally, but also how that professional life bleeds over into family life.
0: Yeah. So tell, give us an example. I want to know, like something that you've noticed at home or a way that maybe she handled something in a particular way that you're like, wow, that would, she would not have done that just a couple of years ago.
1: Absolutely. Um, so our our oldest can be sometimes a challenge, um, and the the two of them are two peas in a pod, so they can really get on each other's nerves. And I can I can remember times of where he's where he's being difficult, she really snaps and gets really upset with it. Um, and not that she's yelling at him, but she, you could tell she's not being her best self with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a, there's a better way to deal with a kid being a kid. Yeah. Um, and now not to say that there's never an overreaction. There's never yelling. We're parents. Of course, we're going to yell at our kids, Yeah. but you can see she's, uh, she's diagnosing the situation, understanding it and addressing it in a much different way, rather than just reacting. And of course, sometimes there's a reaction, uh, rather than just reaction and building and building she can address what, what the real issue is and talk him through it. Uh, mm-hmm. It is funny to see her try to model him out sometimes with it, <laughs> with, with, with what's going on in his head. Um, Cause I don't think he fully understands it yet, um, but it helps. It helps just even asking those questions and talking through with him as well. Um, so I think there's a, a big difference on, on that aspect as well. And that's just one example of yeah. kind of how it's being applied in, in real life and where I see a change.
0: Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about in your relationship, how do things work in terms of like division of labor type things? Like you work from home. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do. Currently. Yes,
0: currently. And so Um, how do you guys work out? Like who takes care of what? And tell us a little bit about that.
1: (laughs) I I feel like I'm making myself in trouble here. Um,
0: (laughs) Well, I'll ask for the same thing and we'll see how it's like the newlywed game when they you know.
1: (laughs) <laughs> okay can, can you because i'm very curious about what, what the reverse answer yeah. would be so working from home does give me a lot of freedom to have a lot more responsibility i can do loads of laundry during the day i can mm. run the dishwasher i can straighten up the house in between calls when i need a break from the computer i can get up and you know sweep over here do the piles of laundry um
0: my my so, listeners are asking themselves right now, does he have a brother? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: right? A guy who's doing the laundry and yeah, love it. Okay, go on.
1: To, to be fair, when yeah. I was in the office before COVID, she mm-hmm. did like 90% of that. Okay. Uh, so the roles have shifted, but it, it's really because our roles have shifted. I'm home a lot more where I used to be out of the house at 7:30, home at 7:30 and she was the one home all day with the kids doing, you know, having those house chores. Now I'm home all day yeah. and I have the freedom to do those. So yes, um I I've I've taken over a lot more of those. We've never really had a discussion like, "Hey, it's your turn to do the laundry or who's doing the laundry?" It just if the, if the laundry needs to be done, I just do it. So mm, okay. um, I, I don't think we've ever really designed roles for that. It's just if it needs to get done, we, we, we get it done. Uh, okay. she's, she still has a, a lot of stuff like making the kids lunch, um, getting the, the older one to bed, doctor's appointments. She's way mm. better at that than I. So there, there's certain stuff that she's definitely the, the manager of but I don't think we've ever really discussed it outside of me saying like, you know, I don't, I can't schedule doctor's appointments. You have to do this. I, I don't know how to do things like that. Um, but yeah. So for like day-to-day stuff, I I definitely have a lot more than I've ever had, but it's because I can. Um, so yeah. I'm not, I'm not complaining about
0: it. You're not complaining, no resentful feelings or anything like that.
1: Yeah. You know, there, there might be a time where like, if, if, this is i'll I'll give you one joke right now and I'm, i'm tempted to just show you to slide the camera to show you i i do not understand how she organizes her her clothes drawers i just don't get it there's shirts here there's shirts there but only certain shirts go there i don't get it so after after i started doing the laundry more consistently and she never could find where the clothes go We made an agreement that I will not put her clothes away. I'll fold them. I'll put them in piles, but I won't put them away. Uh, So about me complaining, I complain to her now because I'm looking at a pile of her clothes that is like three laundries of of (laughs) three different loads of laundry that she just hasn't put away yet because they're not really in the way. They're like off to the side. But I'm like, can you please put your clothes away? I folded them and everything.
0: (laughs) So good. Okay. Okay what do you want other partners or spouses out there who may be listening to this episode, right? If I, if their wife wants to do coaching and, and they, they yeah. say, well, my husband won't be on board or he doesn't understand what do you want to say to that spouse or partner who sure. may be like this coaching thing? I don't know. You know, just
1: yeah. what would yeah, you say? Absolutely. Um, so a- as I mentioned before, I'm not a, I'm not a big self-help guy but I was also never the one to tell somebody, Hey, don't, don't try it. Hey, go try everything. Um, with that said, I was skeptical on Mm -hmm. what results this was going to lead for my wife. I didn't expect much to come from this. Um, so when she went into it and I remember when she was first telling me about a model, I'm like, Oh, great. You know, more keywords. Here's another new self-help model that everybody's got to learn. Um, and, and, being very skeptical about it.
0: And yet you agreed to it anyway. That's interesting, right? Because you're like, what's going to come of this? But yeah, let's
1: go for it. Well, I figured it, it, one, it wasn't going to make matters worse. You know, and if if it didn't work out, it didn't work out. Okay. Um, So I I would never tell her, hey, don't try to better yourself. Mm -hmm. And I didn't share my skepticism because I didn't want to, you know, burst her bubble per Mm -hmm. se. So i I kept my skepticism to myself, yeah um, but yeah i didn't I wasn't optimistic I, okay. did, I, I expected zero from it and and to be honest, I know I gave you an example of how we we would go some strings of days where there was no communication, and it was it was clear we should be talking, but we weren't um, yeah, but at that time, I didn't see anything wrong with that. So when she said she's doing this, I was like, do you really need it? Like, what, what's the point? Um, so Interesting. I, I,
0: Wait, let me pause you for a minute there. So when you mm-hmm. say you didn't see anything wrong with it, you just thought this is how marriage is. This
1: is marriage. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. Okay. You know, marriage is there's fights. This yeah, is our Well, fight. that's
0: true. Yeah? yeah. Okay. But you so, just thought we have to live like this. And this is what I signed up for. And yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Like it was, we were never in a place where we didn't talk to each other for a month. We were never right. in a place where. I regretted moving to Florida, or mm. I, you know, like divorce never crossed my mind. We were never in a place like that. Um, yeah. So, in my mind, at the time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: do we really need this? Do you really need this? Um, but it's it's night and day. It really is. Like now, thinking back, going, we didn't talk for like four days. How did that happen? What were we doing? Yeah. Um, so. I, I understand the skepticism and and I get it. But for for a spouse, I think, why not try it? What's the worst that could come of it? It's it, you know, there's it's not gonna have a negative effect. Maybe it's not gonna have the positive effect that it had on my wife and and my family. Maybe it won't work because I, I don't think these things will work for everybody. But I I don't see the harm in trying it. I yeah. think uh like I said, I didn't even realize we needed it and, and maybe needed as a strong word, but I didn't realize how beneficial it could be to us. Um, yeah. And that was one of the most pleasant surprises coming out of this whole thing for me.
0: I love it because you and I haven't really met like <laughs> yep. officially until today. Like we've seen each other on camera sometimes. We're like, hi. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but it's so interesting how, you know, I've just been working with Lindsay and mm-hmm. you've Benefited so much from it.
1: Absolutely, you you are very much household name in in my home, Howard. So thank you, thank you.
0: Yeah. Um, So one thing you said was that you know it may not work for everybody, but and I think that's that's true only when people don't apply what they're learning and are open to making changes, right? So Lindsay is like an example of somebody who went all in on herself. Like she just like really took everything very seriously and just I'm gonna say
1: that I hope she doesn't take this the wrong way, but that was a little surprising to me because I agree. She really did full charge. She was fully committed yeah. to this and and really applied it. Um and not to say that she tried something similar to this while I've known her, but I don't think I expected that. So that was impressive as well. I mean she was dedicated past the point of like I, I think I'm pretty sure you stole her like two nights a week from me for me <laughs> like, for like almost a full year when she was doing a different course and applying it in different ways with different groups um, and that was shocking especially like when she was meeting some of um, the other moms and talking through it like that's not something I would expect her to do like jump on a zoom call with a bunch of moms and talk through this kind of stuff like I would I would never expected that. Mm. Um, but but she did it she jumped full in and and really applied it and I think it absolutely made a world of difference for her
0: yeah 100 percent. this has been so awesome I'm so happy that you agreed to do this because I think it's going to really help a lot of people and and I think that when Lindsay hears it hopefully she can appreciate her growth and just the impact that her investment in herself has given to you and the family so, no, thank I th- you so I think much she for
1: knows me. it, but thank you for everything. Thank you for all the time and the difference you've made in our lives. So, uh, anything I can do, whether it's a, a mini interview like this or any other way, uh, I'm more than happy to thank you again.
0: Thank you. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.